and welcome to Writing About Dragons and Shit, a podcast where two authors and a writer get together and talk about the ways that they tell stories. I'm one of your hosts, Trevor Bettis, your resident writer and podcaster from such shows as Difficulty Class and Champions of Lore. And with me each week are two amazing people who are... I'm Erin M. Evans. I'm the author of the Brimstone Angels Saga and the forthcoming, forthcoming Empire of Exiles. Yeah. <laughs> um, B. Dave Walters. I'm Erin M. Evans' hype man. Um... <laughs> And uh, I, I'm I'm also her her stunt man stand in for you know when when we have action scenes, and um, yeah. You know what's funny? It. Last night I literally did play Aaron's hype man because I was having a conversation with people about magic systems. I'm like, I cannot wait for Aaron M. Evans' book to come out because the magic system is so cool. <laughs> guys, 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 do you guys know what? You know what? I hmm. haven't done a big announcement because they they're still working on the cover, but you can now pre-order it. <gasps> What? Hey. That's a real thing. What? You know, we yeah. spend quite we spend quite a lot of time, um, you know, giving intros and around each other, and and that was the first time that you you've like introduced yourself as the upcoming author of uh, Empire I, of I, Exiles, I, and <laughs> and I uh, I found it on Amazon. I, I was I was like <laughs> I was like something's changed. Something's changed. You know, November eighth. Yep. It's actually like you know happening officially. You could give Wait. them money, or well, you can promise to give them money later. I promise to give them money. Wait, no, I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Dear I, listener, you know what you must do. I pre-ordered the Kindle version because I know I'm going to go to my local Barnes and Noble and buy the entire stock when it comes out, <laughs> <laughs> and then just start handing them out to people in the stores. <laughs> oh, Aaron M. Evans, the devil you know only from Audible. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. You should go through yep. and buy all of the yeah. books and things. Yes, yes, you should. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're we're gonna we're gonna start things off uh, a little different. We've done this before, but we're gonna do it again because it's our show and we'll do what we want. We're gonna open with yeah. a listener question. Uh, so, so this one says, uh, this is from- I, I, do, "I just I just do I just I, I need to point out." That it's Empire of Exiles, cover to be revealed. <laughs> I love the way they do that. Terrifying yeah. subtitle. No, no, no. It just it should be that. It should just be like that weird unblinking robot eye. There is is what. That's what it should be. I love it. Hmm. Pre-ordered. Sorry. There we go. go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So this question is from Renner. Hey, tangenters. I like that tangenters. Good one. Mm, no, 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 tangerinos. No, no, we got tangerinos, but I do like tangenters. I'm, I'm not, I'm not upset about that one. Mm, uh, well, we're, we're among friends. That, I mean, we just tangented on whether or not we should be, <laughs> what we should be called. So, yeah. Uh, I have an epic fantasy manuscript that I have taken as far as I can without feedback. I know it's uh, not done yet, but sitting alone staring at my own 150,000 words is not going to get me any further. I need readers, preferably faceless strangers, uh, but by definition, I don't know any parentheses, strangers, not readers. Um, how do I find beta readers? Uh, what prompt should I give them? And what uh, other advice can you give someone who has reached the limit as uh, of his own perspective? Writing into a void can only get you so far if, serious, uh, if you're serious about reaching a wider audience. Best Renner. Uh, I'm, I'm going to let you, f- I have my opinion, but I'm going to let you feel this because you definitely are living more of it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, getting getting outside feedback. Um, so if you don't know anybody, um, there are lots and lots and lots of online writing groups. Um, 
if I'd known this before, I wouldn't have done a little research because part of this, me is like, this is the one bad side of going into reader question or a listener questions blind. <laughs> I want you to know we made I mean, a point, made a point that is like, don't want to know, going blind, <laughs> ambush. Yeah. Oh. I my light. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Everything it, it was it was a it was a spooky light. You you were telling a spooky story. <laughs> <laughs> this the little thing. I moved it down because I got this new boom for my microphone so that I can actually type while I'm talking and not have to sit like a T-Rex. Um, but I haven't figured out the lighting situation exactly because where it was, it cast this big shadow. Oh god! Like something's wrong. I think but we just figured out where not to put it. Yeah. It doesn't go there exactly. Okay, so. Um, Let's see. I think Absolute Right is no longer around. Um, but there are so NanoRimo forums, they're a place that I know they oh, yeah. find groups. Um, you this, I don't know these some of these I don't know, like critique circle underlined. I'm not sure what those are. I feel are like I've heard of like critique circle. Reddit uh you can find on some subreddits um you can i i joined my early writing groups were meetup groups i don't know if that's still a thing or if i'm an old um but there's you know there are probably people in your community who are uh willing to read now here's the kicker and it's actually good for you so you should do it um all these groups are going to require you also read people's stuff and offer critique on it yeah. But that's really good practice because uh, reading stuff and trying to figure out why it's working or not working will help you figure that out for your own stuff. So the next book, you'll be able to do more on your own before reaching out. Um, but I think, you know, there's there are lots of people who are in this situation. Um, so Googling around is a is a good, good way to look. I think, yeah, all the ones I'm remembering, I'm like, I think that's shut down now because it's been a while since... I was in your state, but I was there once and I did have to do this. Um, so there are definitely places because it didn't stop being a thing that people wanted writing groups yeah. uh, and beta readers and didn't have them handy. Um, my suggestion, there, there is a subreddit called r slash beta readers um, oh, hey, for, this, for this specific thing. Uh, but I do know that there are beta readers, uh, and this requires money, but there are beta readers that you can hire that they will read your stuff and give you stuff because that's what they do. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously, you know, check into them. Don't just give some random person on Twitter some money yeah. to read your book. Like, yeah. beta readers are like editors. Beta readers. Okay. Yeah. Don't pay an editor. Like, yeah, don't, no. don't. No. Like, if you're getting to a point where you're ready to self-publish, paying an editor makes a lot of sense. Yes. But a lot of times, like, people I know who I used to freelance at it and I don't do it anymore, and people I know who still do, they get a lot of people saying, here, edit my book. And you're like, it's not ready for an editor yet. That beta reader step, that, that polish step that you're doing, those are important before you hand it off to someone and pay them a pile of money. Yeah. What What did you have, B-Dave? Uh, I would say uh, more than anything, um, two things. I'd say participate in that space for a little bit to just make sure you're on the same page as the people that are going to read it. Mm -hmm. uh, just okay. because just, you know, some some internet rando, you know, may or may not give you some good advice. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, if you're dealing with people you know, uh, they are not going to read it. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> they're just not gonna, you know? 
It's, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's, a go, it's a going joke out here in L.A. that whenever you're like, oh, read my script, they are not going to. And you can easily read a script in an evening. Easily. Yeah. It's just the way it goes. So, yeah, make sure you like the vibe of the group beforehand. Yeah. 100%. Right. Hey, that's a really good point. And if you, like, do kind of sign up for one of these things and you're getting feedback and, like, not just, like, there's feedback that stings because you don't want it to be true. Mm -hmm. And then there's feedback, you know, is not correct. Yeah. Um, especially if you don't, if you're sort of, you don't know these people super well, you're getting to learn their, their style and what they like and what they know to how to talk about. Um, if you're getting, you know, bad vibes, like I said, I tried a lot of meetup groups. I left a lot of meetup groups because mm -hmm. there's definitely ones where you're like, this is not helping me and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Finding a writing group is sort of like finding a therapist. Sometimes it takes a couple tries. That's but fair. It's worth finding one that has a good fit. Yeah. Because a bad fit will mess you up. It's true. It's true. Oh, you're you're muted there, B Dave. Yeah, and I mean this this is always um, one of the tricks with this sort of thing. But you you kind of gotta, as you're making your way through this, decide you know what what is your style what is your artistic intent you know um what what are the hills you are and are not willing to die on yeah again in general when i have a piece of criticism and i apply this kind of unilaterally first time i get a piece of criticism i'm like well maybe that person was just a jerk you know second time i get it i'm like oh some people just have bad taste if I get it three or more times, I was I'm like, mm, yep. yeah, yeah. Mm, this might, you know, may, may, me, maybe having it turn out to be a sister is not the crazy reveal that I think it is, you know? <laughs> so, you know, judge, uh, but, because what's going to happen is no matter what you do, no matter what course you take will not be to someone's taste, no matter what. Yeah. This is where you hear those stories of, I mean, as Aaron has lived, as I've lived, as Trevor has lived, and you know, where you're, I was rejected 25 times, you know, and, and then now somebody Those picked it up. Those are rookie numbers. Exactly. <laughs> like, you're not even trying if you get rejected 25 times. Yeah. So, you know, that's true. Why didn't you get rejected 25 times today, you know? Um, uh, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. So, you know, these are all things to to be mindful of. If, if absolutely nothing else, I'd say if there is some aspect of it you love, especially if it's a critical aspect of it and three or more times someone flags it, then the even then the issue is not necessarily to just throw it out whole cloth. Maybe it's like, yes. well, I'm not being clear enough. How can I yeah. restate? How can I rephrase? Yeah. How can I rework, you know, to hit what it is I'm trying to hit? Yeah. And I really feel like like your group should be able to kind of accommodate that. Yes. Like however you run things, if it's like I need the answer to be it's the sister, then yeah. then it shouldn't be you have to make it not the sister. Then the conversation should be how do we make that? Why can't this land the way it is? Mm -hmm. Well, you have to go back here and um make the 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 mailman's secret be something different, right? Yep. That there's some something is out of joint here. And if you say this is the immovable piece, they should be able to work with you. Uh, yeah. Because it's we, yours at the end of the day. Yep. 
Oh, I mean, also, we we talked about that even in your book right now, uh, Empire of Exiles, available for pre-order on Amazon. Um, th- that, that it was like, you obviously, I won't go into the detail, but you were like, this one thing isn't landing. Okay, then way back earlier, need to lay more foundation, not yep. change that thing. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to mm-hmm. have your big Kaiser Soze reveal... But we just met Kaiser Soze, you know, five minutes before. You're like, I don't, I don't, what, what, what you know? Fix. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe introduce him in Act One. Mm-hmm. Which also just run our like props for the like realizing that this is a work. This is that this work is alive and you can change it. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I I have bumped into this of late where there's a sense of like. I can't change things because I decided on them. It's like, well, the thing's not working. So yep. where are we going to go here? It's um, and I think Schrodinger's that's not a skill thing. everybody builds, right? Exactly. Yep. Like yeah. it can still be, it can still be the thing you want it to be, even if you change some of it. Like that's, that's how this works. I think I broke myself out of that in possibly one of the nerdiest ways uh, possible. Where Dude, I, would, I, I, I would get so fixed on like, no, this is what it is. Cause I already wrote that. This is what it is. I decided on that. I would note if I noticed that I was doing that and blocking myself from doing something new or cool, I would just say out loud, that's not canon. Yeah. <laughs> um, true. I, I, I appreciate you neck bearded yourself. I did. Um, I, did. Uh, I would also say, and you may well have done this cause it wasn't part of the question, but, uh, you were saying you've gone as far as you can with your 150,000 words. Uh, put it in a drawer for a month. Yes. You know, do do something else completely. Don't look at it at all. I say two things. Put it in a drawer for a month. Don't look at it at all. And then when you come back to it, read it out loud. Yep. Or even better, have someone else read it out loud to you. Because they will actually stumble and not try and fill in what they think it is. I mean, that that those two things in and of itself will already let you see it from a different direction in addition to X, Y, and Z. What, what I did with one of my books that I, that I really enjoyed was I did the thing where I just didn't look at it for a month. Uh, but when that month was up, I went to Staples and had it printed. And then mm-hmm. I got to sit there and read it. Um, not looking at the screen, not having the editing or anything. Like I had a pen if it was something I was really pissed off about. But <laughs> but it, it was it was nice being able to like oh, my book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I did a thing. Mm-hmm. I did a good. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, I, I hope that helps you out, Renner. Uh, if you have any more questions, you can always uh, send more into writingaboutdragonshitgmail.com, and we will talk about those. I will just say having gotten 150,000 words out of your head and onto the page is already an achievement yes. for all time. Yes, You've done true. the hard part, you know? Well yeah. done. That is not a small book. 100%. Mm-hmm. That's three NaNoWriMo's. That is, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a me-sized book. <laughs> the the chunk book. <laughs> Um, so the topic for tonight, uh, I thought would be a fun one. Of... Wait, we're not done. I thought yeah. that was it. I thought we were just cracking open a Cutwater now. <laughs> well, brought to you in part by Cutwater. It is. <sighs> um, I literally went out after work to buy gin and tonic Cutwaters for tonight. <laughs> I just tried the white Russians over the weekend, uh, and it's delightful. I still think, I think the mango margarita is still just kind of my, like, go-to kickback, especially because I live in L.A., and it's very apropos. Um, you know, the, the the white Russian is definitely a sometimes drink. It was like drinking a slice of cake. Yeah. You know? But but it was nice, you know, if, if that's what you're after. You know? How I ultimately yeah. felt about the pina colada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. a bit. It was a bit much after. 
I felt it the next day. See, but the Mai Tai, I have to drink a Mai Tai when I play DD. <laughs> I mean, we don't make the rules, except we do make the rules, but we don't make the rules. No, the, that's the, the hill I'm going to die on. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to do a Cutwater tangent. I, I, the first time I had Cutwater, I was playing golf at a baseball field. Because they do this weird thing here where they're like, oh, yeah, you can pay money and then uh, hit golf balls off the freaking stadium uh, to places they have lined out. And then Cutwater was there like, do you want some free alcohol at 10 in the morning? And I went, yes, I do. Thank you very much. And I got really plastered hitting golf balls off a stadium. Uh, Whomst among us. Whomst among us. Uh, but yeah, our, our topic I, th I thought would be fun of talking about our first like project that was like this. I'm putting I'm putting my effort into this to make it a thing because I'm sure we all had the writing to the fan fiction and stuff like that, that, you know, got us to the point where we're like, okay, Aaron's like, I don't know about fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a, like, I don't, I had a very okay. brief, like, flirtation with X-Men, the animated series fan fiction when I was 12 or 13. Yes. That was, that was the end of it. it just, I love that. I don't, I'm, I, I have need no, to know. no shame on fan fiction. None. It just has, just my brain doesn't go there. What's I that? have two questions. <laughs> did you make yourself an X Man? And if so, yes. What, what what was your mutant ability? No. What was your mutant ability? It was girl Wolverine with extra healing powers. To be honest, X twenty three. All right, was, very nice. It was. Yeah, you were I found game. that out later, and I was like, "Wow, that was basic as hell." But okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ahead of the curve, though, I dig it. But I think I I think I've mentioned before. I created my first characters when I was five. Mm. Um, I wrote my first story that I submitted for Dragon Magazine when I was 13. Wow. Which, which was objectively terrible. Did it get in Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I jerk with Chris Perkins. I, I joke with Chris Perkins because he would have been the editor at the time. Like, yeah. I mean, I sent it handwritten on notebook paper. Oh. Like, there probably was like a jelly stain on it. Like, I mean, I know That's they so knew cute. a kid wrote it. Um, I love that. I think my, my first thing, my first paid work would have been a screenplay. I'm trying to remember which one. It definitely would have been screenplay. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was picking it like comics and short stories and yeah. all that stuff before. But, I mean, like, actually got a check written. Well, well, well what I mean is, like, what was the first thing that you were like, I want to turn this into something that could make money? Oh, I thought that the entire time. I just, like, <laughs> was actually right? good enough in my mid-20s. It's, <laughs> it's interesting. Like, it's hard to tell where that line gets drawn, right? Mm. Like, I wrote my first novel-length thing my freshman year of high school yeah um, you i don't mean to interrupt you've brought this no. up more than once do you still have that i have one of them so basically i wrote two we had like these uh semester projects um and so one of them it's basically egyptian mythology fanfic i guess yeah. i mean great. egyptian mythology is egyptian mythology fanfic right <laughs> <laughs> we're really gonna get into it yeah also they made a seminal um, film uh, uh stargate off of that so. <laughs> so fun story that's why i started writing hell yeah i soft i loved i was very very deep nerdy into egyptian mythology and history and i mm -hmm. saw stargate and i went this is some fucking bullshit um <laughs> but i was kind of into it so i picked up the like the sequel 
Um, and here's the thing, like, oh, even no. I am fascinated with the goddess Hathor. Like I did my senior thesis project in college on the evolving depictions of Hathor. Um, and uh, she's not great in Stargate. And she's um, really like a fucking simplified version of a very interesting and nuanced goddess. So little 15 year old me, who's just very into this, um, or I don't know how old you're in freshman year, but I read this book and I got so angry. I actually threw it. It was very intense. And that's what I wrote my Egyptian mythology fanfic after because I was so yeah. mad at Stargate. <laughs> well, I, I, I would say two things. One, criticized by creating, always the way. Uh, second, um, your hate made you powerful, which- There uh, go. Yeah. The, the dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities some would consider to be unnatural. Um, <laughs> Said uh, innovator shirt, which is the best part. <laughs> that is also true. That is, that is, that is true, dear reader. Um, uh, have you watched Moon Knight yet, just as an aside? No, I haven't. Not yet. It's the Egyptian mythology. Yeah. He's the fist oh, yeah, of yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I have become a little less... Um, reactive to fictionalized Egyptian mythology, but there are times where I'm like, you don't get anything, do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, so, um, yeah, not just, they, they definitely are. I mean, obviously a lot of this stuff is always difficult to rationalize and make sense of outside of its distinct cultural context of both right. time and space. Yeah. Uh, but what I will say, I mean, just Moon Knight, the character in this show in particular, it's not just, ooh, Ra and Isis, you know, like the, <laughs> the, the six Egyptian gods anyone can name. I mean, <laughs> they, they, they get right. down in it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. I like that. And uh, also, yeah. I like, I, I, I think the things that still make me hit the wall are either we're just going to reskin Greek mythology and like, oh, like we're going to divide them up like that. And then also aliens did it. I <laughs> That is so, so I'm assuming you, you weren't a big fan of uh, of the great 2016 hit Gods of Egypt. <laughs> I didn't fucking see it. I was about to say, was anyone? Yeah. I, I, well, this is a really good question, but also like as soon as it started coming up, I'm like, I can't be in a theater with that. I will get arrested. Yeah. Why Why is Jamie Lannister uh, Horace? Yeah. Why yeah, is yeah. Jamie Lannister Horace? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. bad. Yep. Yep. I, but but sorry. I mean, we 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 tangent in on our tangent there. I love it when we do that. That's that's the Gitmo twist of this show. The tangent tangent. The hat trick. But yeah, but uh, I because I, I wonder. Like, remember I told those characters that I created when I was five. Mm -hmm. I worked them into electropunk. I mean, mm. facelifted to what you know they should be. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not going to be like Toy Story. They're just way out of place there. Um, is is there enough meat on the bones of that early story to actually facelift and complete now? Or is it very much a product of that unique time in a girl's life? So that particular story has gone through a couple of iterations. Um, one, when I, I went to college and I took like actual college courses, I stripped it down into a literary short story, actually. Uh, oh. And then... And that was, I think that was okay. I, I did, that was like one of the first things I tried to get published. Um, and I got very close. I got very nice personalized rejections from uh, some, some uh, lovely fantasy magazines, but uh, ultimately it did not get purchased. Um, it was a little long by the end. So it was a little hard to find places. I think it was a novelette actually. I, I, it was really tough because it's an awkward length. 
Mm. I wouldn't be surprised now, knowing what you know and now having the credits that you have, if you circled back and tried to get that exact same thing, you know, with with a 2022, (laughs) you know, gloss of, but yeah. I I also kind of feel like I would open it up because this is another thing. I feel like um, looking back at old work, it's, you can hopefully see how you've grown. Hopefully. Um, Hopefully. I definitely, I read my first published novel to my son and I was like, God damn it, Aaron, get to the point. (laughs) (laughs) I got a lot better at that, I think. You know, this, I think, you know, the same reason I was talking about letting somebody else read your work and somebody else read it out loud because, you know, they will stumble at the places that your brain will fill in what you meant. I think I perpetually look back and only see what I meant, even when it's <laughs> even when I'm like, this yeah. is objectively garbage. But all right, little bro, you know what? Yeah. Hey, good you know, you. good, good for okay. you. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that's important. Like you shouldn't look back on your work and be like, I, I don't know. I don't know what people's old work is. Maybe listener, you do have something you should be embarrassed by. But in general, you know what you did. You know, just like Quebec, just like Quebec. Yep. (laughs) That's an Al Champions presents joke. If you don't get that, sorry, Aaron, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but in general, like, there's probably something in there. Like, even that, like, little. I I can remember going through little baby. Aaron's first Egyptian mythology fanfic novel and being like, well, that's actually a pretty good line. What the hell? Right? She's a, she's a natural. Yeah, well, and also I find going back through some of that old stuff um, can be useful because as I've shared with you all before, my D&D comic was World of Warcraft fan fiction. That's yep. where those characters originally came from. So you can, get, you can get those nuggets. But you can't comb for nuggets of gold if you don't get it out of your head and onto the page you got to finish it yes first. yes yes yeah yeah uh, so that's a question hey are there things that you started that you uh either you finished and then looked at and went okay that's out i'm done now or things that you tried to fix only to realize like i'm not ready for this yet yes yes i I realize, actually, Trevor, you didn't even answer the previous question, so okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this oh. very briefly. For me, I have a thousand outlines or summaries, or I'll just write a couple of sentences. You know what I mean? It, it is about a, a a mad scientist that reanimates a corpse, but the corpse actually is like a conglomeration of all the people that he made him out of and doesn't really know who he is, and they kind of end up killing each other. You know what I mean? Like, I'll have that. I have (laughs) dozens of those. For the most part, if I start a thing, I finish that thing. The hardest part for me is starting. Yeah. I might knock a bunch of stuff over. I did. We're doing our own stunts here. Here we are. Everybody today. I was just fitting in with, uh, with Aaron. Um, so yeah, I, um, well, okay. The previous question, I remember what the previous question was. When you used to first, first, first thing you were serious. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my, mine was a a little bit weirder because like I, I did start off doing all fan fiction and it was mainly all star Wars. Um, I may or may not have an entire genealogy of like three generations of Jedi written out. Um, (laughs) and as one does but the thing was is that the funny thing about it is that i never considered being a writer while i was doing that 
I was just having fun. I was just like, these are things that won't, I can't stop thinking about. So I'm going to put them on page. And when I put them on page, ha, I can suddenly stop thinking about them. And then my literally like three weeks into, uh, uh, dating my now wife, she was like, have you ever thought about being a writer? And I was like, no, (laughs) wait, I do that a lot. Wait. Oh shit. I like doing this. (laughs) (laughs) And so I did this weird thing where I, 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 I had a parking lot job at the time where I just sat in a parking lot and wrote down license plates for four hours straight. And so I had a lot of thinking time. So one night I sat there with a notebook and I went, okay, uh, make characters. And so I did. And I actually liked them. I still like them. Um, And my, my wild scheme that I had in my head was that I was going to write a bunch of short stories set in this world to like, try and like get better at writing non star Wars shit. And then I would take those short stories and put them together and take them to a publisher and go print, please. (laughs) That's not how that works. It's not how that works. Cause I thought off of that short story book, then I could do more books and that that's not how that works. Um, but I, I did end up making stuff that I really liked, which is nice. (laughs) Um, as far as though, what you were asking about the, the stuff that you, um, you take or change and stuff like that. The thing I grabbed for was actually one of my old writing notebooks. Um, Mm. this has about three different novel ideas where I'm just talking stuff out. And I didn't end up uh, uh, doing these ones because of one reason or another where I just got to the point where I'm like, this doesn't work, this can be something else. But I still go back and look at this and read through some of the things that I was talking about to see if there's any good ideas there to take and put into other stuff. Um, but uh, the, fir- the first novel that I that I did end up finishing I have taken and I've stolen stuff from that because I'm like, I'm not going to do anything with that, but I've hundred percent pulled the characters from there and put them in other stuff. But yeah. So that's my, that's my answer after making a loud crashing sound. That's a good practice too. Like <laughs> if there's a thing and you're like, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a thing and you're like, this is not going to work or I am done working on this. Like you can steal stuff. You can Frankenstein it up. That's yeah. That's a hundred percent allowed. Yeah, they only steal from the best, especially when it's yours. Then you don't owe any royalties. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is yep. true. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. no, 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 please. No, no I'm, I'm I'm rambling. No, I insist, sir. What One of the things that I have thought about doing, um, as as what what was the what was the term that you used for the the was it the cheat book? Your cheat book? Cheat just, book. Yeah, cheat book. One of the things I thought about doing just as a cheat book was actually taking the star Wars crap that I did and trying to turn it into its own thing. That's not star Wars. That's what I was going to say. If you've yeah. taken the time to, I mean, there's, there's enough genre convention, you know yeah. what I mean? That it's like, well, I, so I did try to do that once, but I overcorrected where I'm just like, well, it's not sci-fi it's steampunk. And then I got too bogged down in steampunk shit. Uh, <laughs> Always like, the wrong like move. way too bogged down in steampunk shit. Always the wrong. I move. was if making an outfit a, a uh, and goggles. So help me. No, that was also still during the time where I was going to comic-con. So they were easily, they were easily viable steampunk things. <laughs> 
I, uh, my, my oldest, my youngest likes to write, but my oldest likes to draw. Mm. And, uh, she, my oldest refers, referred to her first, uh, art pad as the cringe journal. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was like, you're one of us now. Yeah. No, you know, you're a creative. Yeah. Yeah. I, I ordain you. Yes. Yeah. yeah I say to thee, you know? <laughs> yeah. You are a creative. Mm -hmm. See, see, I, I've been looking for, while we've been talking, I've been looking for my cringe file because I do somewhere in some of the like cloud saves or whatnot, have the folder of my original writing from high school and college. And it's terrible. It's <laughs> just terrible. <laughs> I'm wondering if I have anything. I think I don't. I've been through several, several computers. Yeah. I, so here's here's actually to answer the previous question. Um, I the second book I wrote uh, was like a a fantasy novel that was absolutely a mishmash of things that I thought were neat and things I'd seen and were cool. And my absolute inability at fourteen or fifteen to like understand what um, adult interactions were actually like. Um, but I loved it, right? And mm -hmm. so later as as a grown-up I went back and I was like okay well, how do I fix this so I actually the opening of this book is one of the fav my favorite things ever the, the rewritten version this is the one I do have a copy of and I am apologetic that it is not in this in this space so I cannot uh make tiny cringy Aaron die of embarrassment uh, but I well, did like she shouldn't be embarrassed because she made it she became you she won bro, right that's a good point um yeah so like i tried redoing it and i rewrote it like with my you know hard won abilities and it's i i again like i think the opening is great but what i realized after writing a chapter or two is that there are fundamental flaws in this story like there are aspects of the characters that i could not take out of them because i did because i was like i don't wanna but i'm like yeah actually this makes them obnoxious yeah. you were like why did the vampire sparkle you know <laughs> Uh, because screw you that's why because screw you <laughs> well i mean yeah. like let's be real here like this was a book the first time i wrote it like I, i'm i'm a kid right and so there are aspects of these characters that are things that make sense to a 14 or 15 year old yeah. and they're just like a little like i was just like i just don't think i like these people anymore i like parts of them but I am not prepared. I am too close. I'm still at this age, you know, like I'm in my twenties here. I'm like, I'm still too close to it to like, to like tear it, to really tear it apart. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like I understand now there are parts of this that are deeply broken. And so I don't know, I guess I might go back and like really rip it down to the studs. But honestly, at this point, I have so many other things I'd rather work on. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's worth keeping in mind. Like the mm. first thing you write, it's going to have problems because you're figuring out how to do this yeah. while you're creating it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're going to look back and go, oh, a midpoint. Got it. <laughs> right. Like there's stuff you don't know yet and you're figuring it out. So I don't have to okay complete to the entire it. scene to break a chapter. What's what's this what's this denouement that you're on about? Yeah. <laughs> denouement. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Oh. Well played. So yeah, so like it is okay. It's like I have definitely known people to like you write one book and then you 
write it again and you write it again and you write it again and write again. And on the one hand, good, don't be afraid of revision. Revision is how we get there. But there are times that the book isn't going to be fixable. Yeah. It's yep. just going to be a thing you did and good for you. Um, you will be able to take those skills onto the next book and elements you can cheat and take from that onto the next book. And maybe at some point you'll be able to look back at this and go, I know how to fix this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you don't, it's okay. Um, it doesn't it, feel great to walk away from that sort of thing, but everybody does it. Yeah. It is definitely possible to over sharpen something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh man. One of those meetup groups I was in, there was this guy, he'd been writing the same book for like, I don't know, like 12 years. He'd done yeah, no, so doc. many oh. revisions on it and he was still yep. putting it through the group. And it was like, dude, another book another book you gotta move along yeah let I, yourself I, have another idea and then maybe yeah. come back to it yeah i mean the issue is i mean statistically speaking you have not written the next hobbit statistically speaking yeah but even yeah. if you have if it took you 12 years you were never going to write the lord of the rings so one way or the other <laughs> move it along move it along yep. yeah yeah, the, I, I think probably the, the best piece of advice that I ever got was just something that's like, if you've been working on this one book for like five years, stop, like work on something else. You can come back to that one, but work on something else because you might need to figure out something that that's not doing that this other book will teach you. I mean, it's again- a cheap book. Yep. I, yeah, I'm I'm the dude, and this was not me. This is from Mark Victor Hansen from Chicken Soup for the Soul. Have multiple <laughs> projects going at the same time because something will have you on fire every day. You know, the the day that it's not working on the murder mystery, it might be working on the high fantasy piracy story. Yeah. Sorry, I thought I found my old writing folder. I'm just like, oh my god, nope, it wasn't. I have too many so writing folders. I. <laughs> being a tech guy uh-huh. did know that i was going to switch computers so i would put stuff on external drives oh no but i have a small army of external drives this is like you know it like <laughs> uh, anything could be on those things yeah um but okay so what one of the other things though that I, I wanted to ask is like so what was it that made you want to like made you want to have that moment of like oh you know what i think i do want to do this i do want to try and make this a thing like what was it that (laughs) (laughs) the dark side of the force is a path many abilities some would consider to be unnatural Like how accurate that is correct you know, because ever since i was very small like i loved telling stories i loved making yep. stuff up my mother was like you're gonna be a writer and i was like no <laughs> anything else i want to be an actress i want to be a lawyer like there was a bunch of things and writer was not on this list and then i was 12 and i read stargate and i said fuck this i can do better and yep hatred is the answer no uh i don't know i liked it and it like it was it was it was it was engaging and Mm -hmm. engrossing and then also people were like holy you wrote a book i was like yes i did thank you very much Mm -hmm. i mean that is it is quite an achievement at any age much less you know a high schooler yeah i uh for me i did i've been i've been writing and creating the entire time um but I did not want to be a writer. I wanted to be a vertebrate paleontologist. Oh. I, 
I wanted to go to the uh, University of Colorado at, uh, at Boulder uh, that had the best vertebrate paleontology program. Uh, that was the plan. That is what I was going to do. And then I found out that paleontology is not talking about dinosaurs and like, uh, you know, theorizing about what they might have been like and all of that kind of stuff. It was being on your belly in the dust with a toothbrush in Montana when it was 190 degrees. And yep. I was like, maybe not. <laughs> and, uh, Field work is, uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. And around the time of that realization, as I've shared with you all before, uh, I was exposed to Shakespeare in high school and it was, it was the freaking Rosetta Stone, man. Mm. It was just like, click. I want to do that thing. Even though I was a comic fan the whole time, geek fan the whole time, playing D and D the whole time, you know, the fact that, I mean, except I guess for the short story that I, again, I inflicted on Chris Perkins, sorry, Chris Perkins, um, <laughs> you know, the, this being my vocation. Yeah, what he should feel blessed. That's you know, it's, it was the first among us, <laughs> and it came full circle, though. You know what I mean? I'm like, I still got to you. Um, true. but um, uh, it wasn't until um, oh, geez, um, it wasn't until um, the uh, like I said, in college is when I had the intent. Uh, that I want to be a writer, um, but I did not want to be a screenwriter. I did not want to be, I wanted to be a writer, but I did not want to be a screenwriter. I thought I was going to mm. be a novelist um, until I came out here and got mixed up in movies. And I was like, well, let me find out how this is. Cause I know how to tell a story. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, this is actually really easy. Um, I mean, like all things, it has its own complications, but I mean, writing a screenplay is substantially easier than writing a novel um because it's it's got it's got its strength and it's got its weakness its constraints make it simpler but trying to perform in those constraints is more complex if you don't know what you're doing you know yeah. versus a novel you're just sitting at a blank page you're like how many pages is it gonna be mom no you know what i mean you're like <laughs> are, are we going for seventy-five thousand words or three hundred thousand words i think we're all gonna find out at the same time you know? <laughs> um, right find out. yeah exactly so um you know, when when you know, you know, I, I've, I've given you my speech about understanding the bones of storytelling and it makes it easy to move between even uh, formats. But even so, when you understand the constraints, of the format that becomes even simpler. So uh, that was kind of I fell in love with that and could just start punching out screenplays quickly. Um, and it is easier to get a screenplay acquired than it is to get a novel acquired. And a lot of times hmm. pays you more money too, depending what it is. That screenplay may not get made, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you will I sell it. Acquired. Yeah. 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 And that's important distinction. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. And, uh, yeah, no, no. Did, did Aaron? Did you did you say your thing? Because you you said you said hatred, but did you? I know you had an amendment there. I didn't know if you said it. Um, what did I? Say? Oh yeah, you said, said yeah, hatred, you said, and then yeah. I said I really liked it, and I think it was one of those things like, like I joke like oh I got attention for it, but also I think there's a feeling of like, you do this thing and it you feel seen right yeah, like yeah. it isn't just about like oh people like it it's like people like it but they understand something about mm -hmm. me and the world and themselves and i i really like that feeling i like when people tell me they this is not what happened when i was 15 i guarantee it 
Um, but I, one of my favorite things, aside from just like fun telling stories, mm-hmm. um, is get, hearing back from people that like this hit some chord for them, right? Like I once got a note from a guy. Actually, it wasn't a note. It was something. Some oh no, they posted it to me on a forum. Um, that like reading Brimstone Angels like helped him cope with the like he had a, a he had lost a child. Oh wow! Um, mm. Time back, and reading that and, and reading the story and like watching Mahen learn to let go of his daughters and still be there for them, like hit something oh. for him and helped him like work through some old grief. And I was yeah. just like, what the fuck? Because I wrote a dumb D and D series like some goofy ass fantasy but i told the story about family and um evolving relationships and for somebody it really rang a chord you know the adversary i joke is about my my dealing with postpartum depression um but it's about D, and i had people say like this really helped me because i was feeling really depressed and it like kind of helped me orient and realize that's what's going on um so that feeling of like you're making something that helps you communicate with people yeah is really powerful i yeah. mean that's that's the beauty of art is you get to say true things and i realize we're having a beautiful touching moment here but something that's been tumbling <laughs> around in my head for the last 10 minutes was that line from doctor who uh when the 12th doctor like mind linked with that dalek and he was like i see into your soul doctor <laughs> I see beauty, <laughs> divinity, hatred, and it is good. You know, the doctor's like, no, 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 no. I see you, Aaron. Beauty, divinity, hatred, and it is good. <laughs> but no, I, I, I know what you mean about the, the, the connection thing. Uh, like, um the beginning when I was just writing a bunch of short stories, I wrote a short story that was my interpretation of hell, but mm-hmm. it, like it, it was, it was, it definitely had more like inspiration of like, of, of like lost and stuff like that. It was on like some weird Island, but I did a lot more weird reality shifting shit with it. And I just, I wrote it. I was just like, I really liked that one. That was fun. And then I had a friend read it. And the next time I saw him, he was like, I thought about that story every night since I read it. Nice. Well, uh, what's the state of that thing now? Thing. Oh, it, it 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 it's not great. <laughs> 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 to to be fair, I'm just like there's probably a lot more lost in that than I wanted to admit, and that dude hadn't seen Lost. Uh, <laughs> ah, right. Um, but no, like it, it it was, but still, like hearing that something that I wrote, something that I did stuck with someone for longer than the time that they read it that was new that was different i i i hadn't thought about that before because never gets old yeah um i i it it still doesn't like stuff that i work on stuff that i do that like when people are like oh yeah no i still go like when anyone tells me they go back and listen to a difficulty class episode i'm like wait really why <laughs> they're like because it was good and, and you and Allie had good conversations I'm like oh oh okay <laughs> um random question but Aaron have you ever seen any uh brimstone angels tattoos no, no first time some, first time somebody got a tattoo off of something I did but that was weird <laughs> 
That was that's weird. Wild. That, that, that's weird. I was like, that's on your skin forever. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, okay. right. That's that. I would love that. I'm certain seen... people have done it. It's just you haven't seen it. <laughs> this is possible. I've seen mm. fan art. I've seen cosplay. I've seen people naming their pets after characters. Um, I saw one piece of fan fiction. Ooh. It was after I was done writing it, so it wasn't really like you should go looking for that sort of thing when you're actually writing it, probably. You should tell people you did if you do. <laughs> True. Um. Especially if they hit on something you really were going to do. You're like, oh, no. Right? You're just like, anyway, oh, yeah. crap. No. Yep. It was just, you know, cute little slice of life. Yes, technically, yeah. you got to see me do some fan fiction. <laughs> Brimstone Angels fan fiction. That is fair. Live. Yep. Mm-hmm. See, do it live. Do it live. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I've, I've got another, I've got another question for like, mm-hmm. like this era of, of us as writers mm-hmm. was. <laughs> I'm gonna ask this, but I feel like I already know B Dave's answer for this. Was, was there, was there any doubt? And how did you get over that? You see, there it is. There it is. Aaron, was there any doubt? And how did you get past that? So I'm gonna shock you for a minute the early days of me going i want to be a writer i had no doubt everything i wrote was golden i was basically going to be the next tolkien i was pretty sure yeah granted i was in high school so there's a little, sure. little flavor of this but i definitely had fantasies about what i would do when i had to talk to my agent but i was yeah. in math class um <laughs> the world reassured me that was not a thing i need to be concerned about um <laughs> The world is a vampire. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it, it took a while for me to kind of really understand that um, the thing I had done, well, first it took me a while to understand that the thing I had done wasn't that impressive, that it was not like everybody's mind is going to be blown. It was mm-hmm. just that I was the only person I, I was the only person I knew who had written, um, written two novels. Like, so of course, um, but you know, in the scheme of things, a lot of people, and then it took me longer to realize it was still really cool. Um, but I had longer, I had harder to work and longer to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so it did take a little while to earn some of that back. And then, you know, the world pummels some more out of you and you have to earn a little more back. Or you have an endless well, like a Tony Stark thing implanted in your chest, like B-Dave. <laughs> if you know how to share, I'll take some. Yeah, I actually, I you know what I really love about the fact that you sent a story to Chris Perkins? Like, that's a level of sort of confidence that yeah. I wish for my children. Oh like, my God, yeah. Just that, like, you did the thing, and you believed in it, and you you gave it a shot like there's people who are fucking grown-ups who can't even do that worst thing is gonna happen is it's not gonna work you know i i, I just at, on a panel at WonderCon this past weekend is like the the only way to fail is to quit you know you just keep trying in 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 i'm definitely tr- more in the george mcfly of things <laughs> <laughs> hello mcfly yeah well you know it's it's to 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 be clear though is always you know b- become a student of your craft you know mm-hmm. hopefully i'm better at it now than i was when i was 13 hopefully aaron's better at it than when she was 15 you know um continue learning continue growing but i mean you you won't get there unless you start and you won't get there unless you keep walking you know just yeah. I, I, I don't know i just i i, I, I was born physically mentally and emotionally incapable of giving a fuck 
that's a deficiency <laughs> i wish i was born with um but no the like the, but what you were saying there though of like you know you have to learn the thing you have to do the thing that is why like anytime i get asked what's writing advice i go i it's the cliche one but write because that's yeah. the only way that you're going to get better at that's the only way you're going to be able to get any form of you know uh experience with it is by writing it's the experience doesn't come from when the book is published yep. the experience comes from as you're writing it as you're editing it and all of that stuff and as we've key we've said many times the worst thing you write is better than the best thing you did not write like i, I know you you got the next paradise lost a work of heartbreaking beauty and human emotion tumbling around in your head uh, lots of people do i'm sure you know until it gets out and on the page, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, we're we're getting towards the the end of this episode. Uh, in any any last things you want to talk about when it comes to like starting off uh, your first projects, anything like that? It's just, it, I think to to the exact point that Aaron was just making. A lot of people psych themselves out and get in their own way and are like, "Oh, what are people gonna say?" I mean, just being able to say you wrote a book, you will yeah. be shocked how astonished people yeah. are. And it is an achievement. Yeah. yeah. If no other human ever reads it, it is an achievement and a shockingly fulfilling one, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and I mean, and if you happen to be blessed to get um, uh, published someday, if you happen to be blessed to get it out in front of people, that's cool. But I mean, that, that, that in and of itself is not why you do it. You write because you have to. You write because yeah. you have a story you have to tell. So do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, the thing we were talking about before, kind of going back, to, this goes back a little bit to the question from Renner, um, that, you know, the the idea you can, whatever you produce, the first thing you do, um, that's your baseline, right? Like you, you did that thing and you should be proud, but you're gonna do more um, and, and you should be, be excited for that. And I think that idea of, I, I have known a lot of people who have had a hard time thinking of the things they write as flexible. Um, you don't even have, I mean, honestly, there's a whole school of thought that you don't revise, you just move to the next thing. You take what you learned and you apply it to the next thing. And God bless you if that's you, I am not that person. Um, but the idea still is that you should be able to look at your work and go, what can I do better? And that is, that is a really important skill to learn that you may not know when you make your first thing. Um, but the point where you realize that when you realize this thing, these things you're creating are, are outside of, they're a part of you in a way, but they're outside of you. And they are, um, they are things you can improve and perfect. Like that's a really powerful moment. That's that, that you should definitely aim for because the worst thing that can happen after you, I mean, you might write the first thing and go, that was fun. I'm done. That's cool. Like you don't mm -hmm. have to keep going, but if you love it and you want to keep going, that ability is something you're going to need to work on. There is a specific moment that happens and you cannot predict it, but it is the, one of the most fulfilling things in the world to me when I get to experience it. And it's when your own character surprise you, uh. <laughs> you know, yeah. When you're like, well, this, this, this is when they pull the trigger and you're like, oh shit, they're not going to pull the trigger. Oh, what is, <laughs> what is she saying now? And it's just like, you're like, you're like, they've become a living, breathing thing in your yeah. own mind. 
that that capable of, of you know the some form of narrative autonomy um and that's always wild where you're like oh this this is that's who they are that's what would happen that's okay and it's almost it is almost like you've become an observer in the story you're telling which mm -hmm. is it's like a connection to the universe where something else is using you as a conduit to weave a narrative that's shockingly fulfilling yeah yeah no i i, I love that it gives i feel like a lot of times that there's a it's there's this sort of indefinable thing between early work like difference between early work and then the stuff that um that, that gets published that, that you read that you love right and it's it's not always it's always always clear but but one thing i notice is there's you hit this point where you are there's this level of authenticity that you're putting into it this like and it's like that it's like there's this flow like you clicked into something um you're not trying to replicate something you saw somewhere else you're not doing yeah. a thing because you've learned that's what you're supposed to do you're just telling this story and and it all feels feels flip you know clicks together and it feels like this just popped out of your head yeah whole and and it didn't you definitely had to work at it let's be clear if you yeah. don't have the popped out of your head whole feeling it's okay but mm -hmm. but the when it's done like when you can't really see the seams anymore that's a really powerful feeling um that again i don't think baby writer may would have totally understood <laughs> uh, baby baby writer you thought that's what was happening she's like yeah that's i'm true. incredible that's actually very accurate yeah she she's like two books right out of the gates romeo and juliet return of the king pow pow there it is done ba baby writer me would have gone but but where are those lightsaber fights <laughs> just, you just don't make them laser swords, Pimpin. Just they're just and, sword and he, swords. And, 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 and I would have looked at you dumbfounded, like I didn't understand a fucking word you just said. <laughs> you know, they, they can be normal swords that just happen to be on fire. You can have that too. You can have like, fire swords. But but laser, yeah, no. <laughs> I know that for you, little bro. Yep um want to say here at the end uh i know we haven't done oh. our uh a word count thing for a while but we're busy <laughs> and we may have said that before but i just wanted to give that update again we're busy <laughs> hashtag the struggle yeah <laughs> yeah okay. i did some really dope this past weekend with <laughs> though you'll see what it is in june yeah <laughs> you know i've been doing a little better at getting back on word count uh because you're already on the sequel now huh I am. It's been giving me fit. Okay, just like I know we probably like got a time limit. Oh, but no, you're good. You're good. It's our I'm show. We'll do what we want. Big sure. flashbacks to lesser evils. Book twos in a series are tough because mm. you haven't totally worked out the kinks of how do I reiterate the stuff from the last book without it getting boring. Um, and I remember lesser evils. It took me so many times redoing the beginning to figure out. I'm like just jumping ahead and being like, "Fuck it, I'll come back." um and there's actually that book was a just an absolute bitch i almost they actually were like do you just want to shelve this and move on to the like because the, the adversary was actually gonna be a totally different thing for a little bit mm. and i was like weeping to my editor was my friend so i felt okay weeping to her i was like no also i was very pregnant um <laughs> so in my defense but it figured out a lot of things and it ended up being for a long time that was the book that like had top ratings in the series 
then fire in the blood came along and people were like it's all the romance i love it <laughs> um but this one's giving me a similar like what do you even look like so it's been a little bit hard to unkink but i think i've gotten there um and it's working better yeah so but i also like now i have to re-outline because the outline i wrote doesn't go with this beginning and that's always fun yep. um but i haven't hitting my work count so that's good that is good hey. the 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 only project update that i have is that i uh had an idea while driving and went from an idea to a fully formed idea of what the book looked like in about two days and so i'm working on that and seeing how that's going so working on yep. that line but yeah let it uh, out do the thing indeed all right that is gonna wrap up this week's episode friends where can people find you what awesome things you're working on you can find me on Twitter at Aaron M. Evans. Uh, you can find my forthcoming book, Empire of Exiles. <laughs> All kinds of places. It's actually <laughs> real now. <laughs> Try not to freak out too bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can join me on Wednesdays at twitch.tv slash games at 11 a.m. Pacific with these guys, for Champions of Lore. We talk about the lore behind Idol Champions of Forgotten Realms. You can also join me on Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Pacific for Dungeon Scrawlers on twitch.tv slash Dungeon Scrawlers, an actual play show with a bunch of fantasy writers, and on Mondays at 1.30 for a concentration check on that same channel where uh, we co-write. We get a bunch of work done. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm cheating. We're getting extra Twitch hours while I get writing done, so... Yeah, but also now you have a mic boom, <laughs> so you don't write like a T-Rex. I'm so happy. <laughs> I can't tell you how much easier it was to write today because I feel like every time I set up for that, Yang Yang's like, your mic has to be closer. I'm like, if it's any closer, my keyboard's going to be in my lap. I don't <laughs> want to. This is, I'm and then you'll be so typing like an old lady at church. Just <laughs> <laughs> No fun. <laughs> Uh, muscle. I'm done finally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, BD Walters, I say words about things. Uh, where can't you find me, honestly? Um, seriously, it, yeah, host of Invitation to Party for G4. Again, some stuff you'll see on June that I can't talk about and probably shouldn't have said that, but by the time they find out, it'll be too late. <laughs> um, yeah, got a, got a thing coming up on the 21st that you'll be able to see me uh, do a thing. Uh, we're taping a thing tomorrow that won't be out to the end of the month. So you know what? Whatever. I reject linear time and all the other lies of the before times. Just follow me on the tweetograms at BDaveWalters. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Trevor. There is an A hiding in there and all of the way too many podcasts that I do. We actually started recording. I'm going to podcast. So be sure to get your questions in there. We answered Aaron's question in the first episode and I love is the it answer. Up? It's not up yet. It's not up yet. Okay, I'm so um, excited. I, I'm very, I'm very, very happy with the answer that we landed on. Uh, so yeah. So then your icebreaker question. It was, it was really good too. So to find out what Aaron's question was, you got to listen into that, but you can send in uh, uh, just random questions questions uh if you need some advice if you have some hypotheticals that you just think would be fun to talk about send those into i'm gonna email gmail.com uh but that is gonna do it for this week's episode if you enjoyed this episode the best way to support the show is by leaving a review on your podcast service of choice uh, and tell your friends about the show because you know if you got writer friends and they don't know about the show why not i mean just question uh <laughs> why do you hate fun you know? right, right. Uh, if you uh, would like to write in with your own questions or topic suggestions, you can send those into writingaboutdragons and shit at gmail.com. And if you'd like to keep up to date on the show, you can follow us on Twitter at About Dragons. But until next week, go write about some dragons and shit. Bye.
pre-order that book on Amazon. Damn right. Ha, 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 ha.